1: Are you, are, are you early?
2: This week on Dueling Review, we review Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number 74, Trial of Krang. Part 2 of 3. The trial begins and the surviving witnesses are strange and unusual, featuring old friends and uncertain allies. Krang has more tricks up his sleeve, though. He wear sleeves. And the malignoid swarm threatens to devour all of Dimension X. Ugh. <sighs> So how you doing?
0: Uh,
1: well, I'm not on trial in Dimension X, so I guess I'm doing okay.
2: Oh <coughs> man, that Krang the Conqueror. No. No?
1: Warlord Krang.
2: Not Krang the Conqueror?
1: Not Krang the Conqueror.
2: He is Krang the Conqueror. It's, uh going on with krang how come uh, the solicitation says he has something up his sleeves i thought he didn't have sleeves
1: well he doesn't have arms he's he's like a big pink rubbery head um i don't know what i want to know is why all of a sudden is groot in this
2: (laughs) so that's what i was wondering i was wondering if you know there's a there's a tree guy and there's a duck guy and there's some other things in here i was just wondering if maybe they weren't because you know they're in another dimension the, the turtles are in another dimension hunt uh helping to not hunt down but helping to bring in these people who are going to um uh what are they called the witnesses mm-hmm. they're going to be witnesses against krang in his in his trial for being a a war criminal despot right and well,
1: ace uh, ace duck is a, an old school turtle character and the
2: triteratons uh triceratons are also uh, TMNT characters, but I thought maybe just because it was a different direction, they were kind of riffing on on Marvel a little bit with those two.
1: Oh, almost certainly. I think there's definitely some Guardians of the Galaxy riff in here, and intentionally so. And, you know, having the Fugitoid in here, you're kind of like, it's the Fugitoid. Yeah. You guys remember the Fugitoid? I had his action figure.
2: I don't remember the Fugitoid, because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. With Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for me, it was <coughs> ooh, a cartoon. look at... no it was, ooh, look at this mysterious black and white uh, comic book that's slightly oversized, and ooh, look at the edgy artwork, and look how dark it is. Itch. And I'm like, okay, let me pick this up. And of course, being a true indie comic, the comic shop that I shopped at in the in the 80s when I was a kid wasn't getting everything in, or if it was, certain people were buying their copies, and so they'd run out of stuff. So there are huge gaps in... The whatever dozen or so issues that had already been released, so it was a little hard to kind of keep track of everything. And then, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, animated show comes out, and suddenly that ooh look at those edgy dark ninjas suddenly turned into Kawabunga, dude! Hey, let's get some pizza, rock and roll, wiggity wiggity And I was just like, oh okay, uh, I'll deal with this to a point. <laughs> and then, and then. Came the, And then came the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. And I was like, I'm out. Sorry. Nope. So, you know, I I kind of I've got a good baseline for Bebop and Rocksteady and Krang and the little uh, monster bots. Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, some of the things that happened in that first season of the animated series. But when we get into Dimension X and uh, some of this other stuff, I'm totally out of it. Now, the Triceratons, I think that's their names.
1: The I'm, Triceratops people,
2: yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they appeared in one of the black and white comics. All of this
1: did actually. Even the Pterodrome and Krang does come out of the black and oh white yeah yeah Mirage
2: yeah book. yeah yeah yeah. But the but the crazy stuff that we're seeing here was just like no okay I'm I'm gone. So some of it <laughs> some of this is is still relatively new to me when it comes mm-hmm. to stuff that you know literally from 19 was it 1991 on is uh, basically I distance myself from the turtles like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> Except for the video game. I love playing well, the video game. The
1: video game was nice. You know, and, you know, the neutrinos showing up here is interesting because they were weird cartoon characters that came out, they, the teenagers from Dimension X, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. And seeing all of this tied together and somehow tied into a relatively adult plot line.
2: Oh, no, it's, it's really, is, really interesting.
1: Yeah, Krang is forced to deal with the consequences of his actions, and characters like Leatherhead and whoever that guy whose face is a head, but it's also his torso. Yeah. I don't don't know what any of this is about, but it—I mean, this issue holds together, because the parts of it that I do know, I'm like, hey, I know that, but even if you don't know it— This arc feels like it has real consequence. It feels like this is an issue that is meaningful. And it's interesting seeing the turtles have to deal with consequences because there haven't been any for a long time.
2: Right. And the other thing that's interesting, too, is that they're bringing on, you know, a serious topic. I mean, you're going into laws and courts and, you know, uh, cross cross examining witnesses and, you know, legal trips around the system and loopholes that, that Krang is taking in throughout this issue. But at the same time, instead of using the dark and edgy drawings of the turtles. They're kind of the wiggity wiggity whack turtles with the, with the crazy uh, cartoony look uh, that I believe is more in line with the uh, TMNT adventures that are on the Nickelodeons or the kids networks or whatever it is. So I I kind of dig it.
1: Similarity in the noses and the head shape.
2: Yeah. And this being the middle issue of a three part arc doesn't bother me because either, you know, people are starting to learn previously in, that was all I needed to know to catch up so that here are these, uh, the what are they, the the, uh, magnoids or whatever they are, whatever the insect race is. Uh, I was like, oh, okay, I can totally deal with that. I know what, what's going on. Everyone's stepping in. They go into court. Everything's happening. I'm like, yeah, cool. And then the judge gets strangled on the last page. I'm like, oh, this is really cool.
1: The malignoids.
2: The malignoids. That's what they are.
1: <clears throat> because they're malignant. Which is from the Latin "malig," which "mal" meanings "bad" and "ig" meaning "giant rock ape."
2: So here's one thing that I had a problem with the sto- with uh, the story, or at least in how the story was presented. Okay, the prosecution gets up to make their case, and it's a wall of text. Now, generally, I don't have a problem with a wall of text, but balloon arrangement from both the prosecution and the defense side those balloons are kind of all over the place and at times become very hard to follow.
1: Yes. The balloon placement here is not what it should be. And I am kind of bothered with, um, the way the actual text is put within the balloons Mm -hmm. because there's a, it seems like there's a lot of dead space. I'm not entirely happy with the ballooning and the lettering in this issue.
2: Yeah. I forget who there's someone online that does a lot of stuff about lettering and balloon places. Is that who it is?
1: Uh, Yeah, Busek is all about it.
2: Yeah, I think it'd be interesting to show him those two panels and have him, you know, deconstruct it and say, well, this is what will make it better. Because I especially from the defense side, because you're reading everything all on the right side of the page and then the balloon dialogue goes from upper right corner down to lower center. Doesn't make the flow of reading that much easier. And then there's a part where it bounces out to a balloon and then it bounces back up. Uh, It's just, it's a little, little distracting. That was the, but other than that, that was the only thing that I really had a problem with and that, and there wasn't so much turtle action going on. I mean, Donatello is an assistant to the prosecutor. um, But other than that, not much turtle action.
1: I'm kind of fine with that really, because even the turtles, even if you're a, you know, a teenager and a mutant and a ninja, you're going to have quiet moments. You're going to have things that are mostly thought processy. I'm wondering If the fault is actually with the artist for not leaving appropriate places to put the balloons, it could be, but either way, yeah, I agree with you. There are some issues where it's like, man, there's a lot of text on these pages and it's just, it's not fitting where it needs to go. There's another point where Fugitoid and Donatello are clearly meant to be on a screen in the foreground. Mm Mm-hmm but somehow the word balloon is actually covering up part of both of them. Mm -hmm. So you can't tell if they're in the foreground or the background and the bubble is such that it actually kind of destroys their or damages the storytelling of the panel. Yeah. So I'm starting to now lean towards the theory that, maybe the artist didn't take into account all of the script when they did that information.
2: Maybe. I don't know. Just other than that, other than those two panels, I really had no problem with this issue. I enjoyed the story. I thought it was intriguing. I love how Krang has all the fine print and the, well, he wasn't actually there and promises that were, you know, spoken, but not in, you know, contextual contracts. Uh, I just loved all the little legal loopholes. But I wonder if, you know, you and I may find this fascinating, but I don't know. I'm still guessing that a younger Audience is a target, so I don't know if this would lose them or not, because it's like, I don't, oh, I, I want to see Turtles is. doing Pow Crash Bang, and this is all courtroom drama. I can watch that on I, NBC.
1: IDW stuff is not aimed at young audiences. IDW's Turtles, their Ghostbusters, their Transformers, their G.I. Joe is clearly aimed at the grown-up fans who mm. were kids in the 80s and 90s. So I think that we are... Probably a little too old to be the target audience, but only by about five or ten years. I think this is aimed at kids who were Rodrigo's age in the 90s. Probably, yeah. And are now grown up and want to have their turtles cake and eateth too. Do
2: they want to have their turtles and eat them in soup too?
1: No, that's just gross. Oh, You can't eat a turtle. Yeah, you can. And, and Leatherhead is in this. Yeah, gotta love Leatherhead. Yeah, he's a crocodile. Yeah, he is. He looks or like a crocodile. Uh, I don't know what he
2: yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. For me, I, I thought it was a th- kind of a thumbs up kind of thing. Uh, I I really enjoyed the book. Um, I thought it was interesting. I really want to see what happens in part three. To be yeah. honest, I'm caught up with everything I need to know to where to the point where I don't need to read part one, which may also yeah. be kind of a failing for this issue if. If I didn't have to read, if I didn't have to read part one and again, part one could have been all biff, bam, boom, fight them, rock them, sock them stuff. That was really cool. And like you said, this is the moment where they sit back and let everyone else take charge. But if I can step into issue two and just kind of pick up with what's going on, I kind of question whether I really needed chapter one. If it's just kind of repeating everything or just, you know, bringing everyone in. But I know you don't like uh, the in media res and uh, all that kind of stuff. And uh, so maybe issue one is, is needed.
1: I like each issue to be a complete reading experience of itself, and I feel like if your issue one is something that establishes your premise and has some cool moments and maybe some plot and some interesting bits and pieces, maybe Donatello says something like, cowabunga, dude, and everybody laughs, and you come out of it satisfied, then you go into issue two. Issue two recaps issue one, moves things along, does a new thing, and gives you this cliffhanger where the judge is strangled. Yeah. Then next month we come into issue three. Any one of those issues can be read in and of itself. And up to the point in the story you are, you will be clear and coherent. But there are parts of this that are solely here so that you can enjoy them. Mm -hmm. And I really like that. I like, you know, quiet moments. And I like, oh, my God, look, it's Leatherhead. Oh, my God, it's Ace Duck. Hey, look, it's the teenage Hot Rodders from Planet X. Yeah. You know, all of that stuff works for me. I like this solely because when it comes to a book like this, I, first of all, love seeing a number above 12 (laughs) on a cover. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll give this a, you know, a full slice of meatloaf just for being a number above 12. That's how tired I am of this. And I really enjoy the idea that we can be away from the turtles forever. We, I mean, I haven't read a turtle book in probably three years, and you come back in, step in, everybody's here, you know who everybody is, hey, look, it's the Turtles, bam, Turtle Adventures, let's go. Mm-hmm. Plus, yep. two of the three covers are gorgeous.
2: Yeah, I guess I didn't look at the, all the variants on this, I just wanted to jump right into it. Um, I did, one of them is uh, an Eastman cover that looks yep. all dark and gritty, but in color. The
1: Eastman cover is pretty <laughs> awesome. That's and the one I paid brilliant. attention to. <laughs> and I really love the rooftop cover with all four turtles leaping into action. Yeah, and that cool in the foreground—you got this cool Leo. Leo doesn't get a lot of cool moments because Leo has to be the grown-up. So it's nice to see him being all kick butt and injury mm-hmm. in the foreground. I mm-hmm. like that.
2: Yep, yep. So it sounds like it's a big winner for us, which is kind of refreshing yep. considering the many weeks now that we've both had books that we just that really. Just- Missed the target that we really didn't like, or at least missed our target. Now, I'm not saying that, uh, those comics weren't for everyone, but. Well, you know, they certainly weren't for us.
1: We, we may not have loved them, but. We certainly read them. Every comic is someone's first and every terrible comic is someone's favorite.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And while
1: those people are wrong, I still (laughs) look at them and I go, you do you, man. You enjoy your thing.
2: Yeah. Coming out next week from Dark Horse Comics, we have Plants vs Zombies: The Hardcover Box Set, Volume Three. Uh, there's visitor. At,
1: on by long. There's
2: Visitor. How and Why He Stayed. Trade paperback, also from Dark Horse. It looks like Dark Horse has everything in trade paperback except for Usagi Yojimbo number one sixty two. Usagi Yojimbo. Uh, over at DC Comics, All Star Batman hits number fourteen. Bane Conquest hits the middle market number six. Batman number 32 arrives, as does Batman and the Dawnbreaker number one. That's a metal cover. Uh, Cyborg, 17, Deathstroke 24, Harley and Ivy meet Betty and Veronica number one. I think they have uh, some Adam Hughes covers. So hubba hubba right there. Uh, Justice League number 30. Holy cow. Nightwing number 30 and Superman number 32, which continues the or no, that's action comics uh, that will continue the Oz effect. Um, IDW Publishing has Judge Dredd it's Blessed the Earth effect. Is that what it is? Judge yeah. Dread, Blessed Earth number six, Princess I Bride see. As You Wish Honorable Quotes to Color trade paperback. Yep, that's right. You heard me. Spooky and Strange Tales Monster Inn hardcover, and William Gibson Archangel. That's a hardcover right there. Uh, image Comics has elsewhere number three. I hate Fairyland Special Edition. There are a bunch of different uh, covers for that one, including the F asterisk C K uncensored image variant. Interestingly, all the variants from Image Comics all stay at five ninety nine. And if you have the F asterisk C K uncensored image variant, they're not uh-huh. charging you like two or three bucks more. It's still five ninety nine. Very nice. Mm. That's interesting. Motor Crush, number seven. Postal, number 23. Regression, number five. Rocket Girl, number 10. And Walking Rocket Dead, Girl. number 172. Burn it out of fuse of hair Marvel Comics has The Astonishing X Men, number four. Hawkeye, number 11. What? They also have a Hulk, Planet Hulk prose novel? Wow, yes. that's interesting. You can also get the entire Hulk World War, I'm sorry, Hulk. World War Hulk Omnibus for 125 bucks if you want. There's also Matthew. I know you're ready to jump on this one. The Muppet mm. Babies Omnibus hardcover. They'll 70, make
1: your dreams come true.
2: 75 bucks for that one. Tomb of Dracula: The Complete Collection, Volume One. That's 40 bucks. Muppet Babies Omnibus, 75 bucks. Tomb of Dracula: Complete Collection, Trade Paperback, Volume One, 39 Ooh. bucks. I want that. Venomverse wraps up with issue number five and X-Men gold. Number 13 arrives with a three 99 cover price over in all the rest category. We have the America rate number seven, the Archie's number one. That'll be a lot of fun. Archie's hit the road and a bunch of, uh, real life bands and groups are going to be appearing in that series.
1: Hmm.
2: N- no word on if they're going to be wearing uh riding around that chopped up model a with, uh, it with hot dog be. riding in the back or not. <laughs>
1: hot dogs dead man that's what started the whole afterlife with zombie apocalypse
2: centipede number three uh let's see (laughs) knock knock yes
1: centipede
2: yes centipede what can i do for you
1: centipede on the christmas tree (laughs) christmas is ruined oh boy
2: (laughs) jungle fantasy Okay, I'm serious. Jungle Fantasy Survivor's number five. How many covers does it have?
1: S- uh, wait, it's always an even number. Always an, oh, an no, even eight. number.
2: Okay, eight. double that and you would be correct. What? 16, 16 covers. Covers? Yes.
1: Okay, so wait.
2: So there's the regular one that's also got a mature okay. reader's tag on it, right?
1: Right, and then there's there's Sultry.
2: Uh, Let's see. There is the Sultry and the Sultry Nude, correct?
1: Sultry Nudes, and there's Nude.
2: Uh, let's see. No, there is nothing that is just nude. Then
1: there's there's original recipe. (laughs) Kentucky (laughs) gold. So you've got,
2: you've got three of them, including bikini babes, bikini babes, nude, ice age, ice age, ice age, nude, ice age, sunrise, ice age, topless. Ice
1: age nude is not safe because that's how you get frostbite.
2: You also have luscious and luscious nude, natural beauty and natural beauty nude. Oh, they, there is a nude. There is a nude cover and a sultry and sultry nude and then wrap and wrap nude.
1: <laughs> now, wait, is it a spinach wrap or is it? I don't
2: know, but apparently it's a lot less calories than getting the full foot long.
1: I guess if your wrap is nude, it's neither spinach nor tortilla. It's just fillings.
2: Pink Panther, the pink anniversary gets a comic book. I don't know uh, who that's by. How many
1: nude covers are on
2: <laughs> that? <laughs> that? one does have four variants.
1: Well, the Pink Panther is always nude, so I'm going to say that they're all nude covers.
2: Robin Hood The Hunt, number three. Shadow Batman, number one. Interestingly, Batman Shadow, number six, just came out today. So now it's Dynamite's turn to take it on. Wow. Oh. Uh, streak of Chalk, hardcover. That's a $20 book. I have no idea what that is. Three Stooges, Halloween. That's uh,
1: based on that Madonna song. Three, three Stooges,
2: the Halloween tacular Three ninety nine, dollars And then finally, Warcraft Legends, trade paperback, volume three and four nice go get your comic books you can get the complete list in complete list including the jungle fantasy survivors number five listing all over at majorspoilers.com monday afternoons or as soon as the previews world updates with the full list next week on dueling review
1: get a world where batman has gone too far the joker must save gotham city He's been called a maniac, a killer, and the clown prince of crime. But White Knight? Never until now. Batman, White Knight number one. Set in a world where the Joker is cured of his insanity and homicidal tendencies, the Joker, now known as Jack. Joker on Jack, mash on a fire. Sets about trying to right his wrongs. First, he plans to reconcile with Harley Quinn. Then he'll save the city from the one person he thinks is truly Gotham City's greatest villain. The Batman.
2: You can show your support for this show and everything that we do at Major Spoilers by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Spoilers. Hey, listen, there are so many podcasts out there that are big corporate-owned NPR conglomerate podcasts. Not Major Spoilers. We're the small guys. We're the ones that are creating content for you week after week after week. And we love doing it. We want to continue doing it, and that's where you can help us out. Your small monthly contribution allows us to keep this show going, pay for our growing costs, and gives us the motivation to produce more that's right, more just for you, our favorite people in the world. So what are you waiting for? Join the over 300 people who have already signed up at Patreon.com slash Majorspoilers. Ah, your ears will thank you, your eyes will thank you, and you'll say thank you, Stephen, for bringing us dueling reviews, and we can't wait to listen to next week when we'll hear Matthew say,
1: Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me.
2: This podcast is copyright 2017 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.